You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, I hope you had a good weekend. We start us off here on a Monday on Listen Up. We take your phone calls. We've got a lot to talk about. And, of course, uh, what would be a weekend without cancel culture in America? The latest being Cal Gundy, assistant head coach at Oklahoma, who was conducting a team meeting last week, and a player was not following instructions and instead was on his iPad. And Gundy went over and picked up the player's iPad and start reading what was on it and uttered a word that he should not have. And because of that, he resigned from the team on Sunday night, last night. I mean, it's unbelievable. It really is. And in the statement by Gundy, he wrote, quote, I want to be very clear The words I read aloud from that screen were not my words. What I said was not malicious. It wasn't even intentional. Still, I am mature enough to know that the word I said was shameful and hurtful, no matter my intentions. No, you know, the reality is intentions mean everything here. Okay? Intentions mean everything here. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely wrong that this man has had to resign from the Oklahoma football team. Just flat out awful. What about the player who had that word of words on his iPad? Is that okay for Coach Venables at Oklahoma? I mean, seriously, what do you think about that? What do you think about how awful it is that you have a coach who reads what is on a player's iPad and because it has – I I would guess the N-word that hasn't exactly been confirmed yet. He now resigns from the coach or from the uh, program. Unbelievable. How about this? Venable said in his statement, as painful as it has been dealing with Coach Gundy resigning from the program, it doesn't touch the experience of pain felt by a room full of young men I am charged to protect. Lead and love. What a bunch of crap that is. Really? What what a disgraceful statement that is. Just disgraceful. I mean, I don't know Coach Venables. Never met him. But really, that's what you're going to put as part of your statement? Really? It was an experience of pain felt by a room full of young men. I am charged to protect, lead, and love. 
I see. I wonder what you would have felt if Coach Gundy had asked the player to stand up in front of his teammates and read what was on his iPad. Then what? Would have you said that that player should quit the team because of the pain that he created in the room of young men and his teammates, then what would you say? Again, we, we live in cancel culture in America. This is disgraceful. It really is. Awful. Absolutely awful. All right. You know the routine. If you want to get in on the program, you raise your hand uh, and we will do it. Going to be coming at you each and every day at 3 o'clock. All right? 3 o'clock Pacific. Uh, tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific, I will be with Sean Salisbury and Eric Burns on No Filter Network. Got my podcast tomorrow, and I talk a little bit more about this. I also talk about a phenomenal article written in Anscape today uh, about what's going on in South Florida with the owner of the Dolphins, Stephen Ross. I talk about that as well uh, tomorrow on my podcast. Coming up on a couple of episodes, uh, Ryan Anderson, longtime former NBA player, uh, grew up in the Sacramento area, played at Oak Ridge High School, went to Cal Berkeley, uh, has an amazing life story. Uh, he'll be coming on in my uh, on my podcast in the very near future. You just go to uh, If You Don't Like That. So we got a couple of things that uh, we can talk about here. If you want to get in on uh, what happened uh, in Oklahoma, we can do so. Uh, NFL training camp news uh, continues, and we get games that are going to be coming up this week. So maybe you'll get a look at a couple of more starters. And I don't think the starters will play a lot in week one. I know if you're a 49ers fan, you can't wait to see uh, Trey Lance because you want to see if his skills have improved in the offseason. I'm not sure how much you'll learn by watching preseason football, but nevertheless, uh, that is the case. Uh, the Jets, bad news today, as uh, Mekki Becton is having an MRI on his surgically repaired knee. He limped off the practice field today uh, in pain. Now, the Jets don't think it is serious, but it's got to be a concern, all right? So, you know, the MRI, you know, the MRI now in pro sports is like a freaking aspirin. I mean, you know, you stub your toe. Oh, we're going to give you an MRI, you know? You bang your finger on the wall. Oh, we better give you an MRI. I mean, it's ridiculous. They, they're calling the MRI clearly precautionary. All right. And uh, Robert Sala, the coach of the Jets, said, we'll see if he takes time off. Obviously, you're concerned for everyone. You don't want to get into a deficit of conditioning. So that happened today uh, at practice uh, in New York. But again, you got preseason games uh, coming up this weekend. Of course, you had the game last Thursday with the Radar Raiders uh, and the Jaguars. But again, that story today, if you get time, it's a very long story. But I thought it was very well written uh, by Dwayne Bray. The headline was Dolphins owner Stephen Ross was praised for hiring black coaches. Then he got sued for discrimination. 
It's a very interesting story. Very interesting story. All right, let's get the show rolling. And we're going to start with Jeff here on a Monday. Jeff, what's going on today? Jeff, hey, Grant, hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, I didn't, I didn't see the green light at first. Good. How are you doing today? Okay, what's happening, buddy? Well, you know, I'm hearing you talk about this this coach, and I heard you rant today, and here we go again with the the double standards of the culture, you know, the cancel culture and that we live in, and uh, I guess you got to be a certain race or whatever even to speak that word now, the N word. I mean, you're the only you can only type it or be in your email or, I mean, look what happened to John Gruden and everything else. I mean. Only a certain class of people could even use it now because. Uh, well, the reality is the reality is nobody should use the well, word. That's the problem. Well, That's right. the problem with society. It's a word that needs to be abolished from our vocabulary. If it is in our vocabulary, that's the problem. Well, you're, you're dead on, dead on right. And that's what I don't understand is that it could be used in every rap song and they could use it, you know, go on and on and on. And, and so do you get the, uh, denigrating why why do they do i mean why do these rappers and these entertainers and comedians and they, they just continually do it because they make millions and millions and millions of dollars and nobody's stopping them that's why it's just crazy crazy so anyways i called yeah. i called you uh i heard this morning on um, speak for yourself uh joy uh joy taylor was saying i don't know it leaked out or whatever i, I think i sent you somewhere i don't know if you heard about Deshaun Watson is basically the NFL doesn't want him to play against Texas. Uh, and that's why they wanted him suspended till after the Texas game, because that's going to be such a spectacle. You know what? I disagree with that. I, I don't know where you heard that. I don't, you know, first of all, I don't even know what the program you're referring to. I don't think the NFL gives a damn about the schedule. Uh, this has nothing to do with the Texans. What difference does it make whether he plays against the Texans or not? That has no bearing on this. I don't think that would be an issue in any way, shape, or form. I totally disagree with that. I, I don't know where that came from, but I think that's garbage. I, I don't think that has anything to do with this. Nothing to do with this. The NFL doesn't want him on the field this year for obvious reasons. It has absolutely nothing to do with the game playing against the Houston Texans. Well, I don't know. What difference does it make? What difference does it make? Who cares if he, what difference does it make? I mean, seriously, that he hasn't played for the Houston Texans in over two years. What difference does it make? Well, I know what you're saying, but you can just see the media, you know, making a spectacle of it. I think. No, no, I don't. No, the media is going to make a spectacle of every game he plays. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. Well, I think more or less for the Texans, you know. We'll see if he plays. No. Well, you know, if he gets to play against them, if you know, if he just goes to the six games, it's week twelve. We'll see. We'll be talking about it then. We'll be talking about it then. It'd be just another game on the NFL schedule, in my opinion. I mean, it's not like he took the Houston Texans to you know the championship or anything. He wanted out of Houston. If anything, he'll get booed off the field because he requested to be traded and everything else. That might happen. He might get booed out of the stadium, you know, down in Houston. No, why are you laughing? It's the truth. That's, that's probably the truth. That's true. Well, along with Kevin Durant today, who says he wants the GM and he wants the coach fired or else he wants to be traded now. Yeah, wait till you hear my rant tomorrow. <laughs> I, I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay, Grant. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, 
is a disgrace. And Kevin Durant is tarnishing his legacy with each passing day of his NBA career. Seriously, Kevin Durant is totally tarnishing and really hindering his legacy every time he opens up his mouth. He's got hardenitis. He hung out with Harden too much. Yeah, you're exactly <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. Yep. <laughs> All right, Craig, you take it easy. Hey, Jeff, you have a good week, buddy. Good hearing from you. All right, bye-bye. Yeah. You know, again, people that make up these asinine, stupid comments, you know, about the NFL wants Deshaun Watson suspended past the 12th week so the game doesn't go on with Houston. What the hell difference does that make? Seriously. I mean, that, that just has nothing to do with this. It really doesn't. I mean, would the game have a little bit more interest than normal if he's on the field for, uh, yeah, for obvious reasons, but it doesn't, we're talking about the Browns and the Texans here, you know? I don't think Deshaun Watson's playing this year. I'll stick to that. You know, we'll see. I might be wrong. I've been wrong many times before. I can be wrong again, but I, I don't see it. I really don't. All right, your turn. If you want to come on, hit your hand icon, uh, raise your hand, uh, and we will do this. So uh, I'll spend my podcast tomorrow talking about this uh, incident in Oklahoma, which I think is ridiculous, and also uh, the situation down in South Florida. Kings over the weekend signing uh, Kent Bazemore, who was with uh, Sacramento uh, a few years ago and then went to the Lakers and the Warriors. Good role player, consummate professional. Good guy and good locker room guy can play. And I think that's a good move. I mean, he's pretty much a dime a dozen in the NBA these days. I mean, there were a lot of Kent Bazemores looking for work. But again, he's a good locker room player, a good team player. And when he was with Sacramento on the last stint, he played pretty well. He played pretty well. So I, I like the move. You know, Mike Brown knows him, obviously, from Golden State. And I think Kent Bazemore is a good role player. All right? A good role player. I really think that's not – I think that's a good signing uh, for uh, Sacramento. Again, he's a guy that's going to come off the bench, and he knows how to play. And, you know, you pretty much know what you're going to get year in – or, excuse me, game in, game out. So, you know, that, that's where we're at. One-year deal uh, for Kent Bazemore uh, and the uh, Sacramento Kings. All right, your turn. Hit your hand icon, raise your hand. We can talk NFL. We can talk about what's going on. Alabama, the preseason number one in college football. Shocking, right? Who would have thought that the Alabama Crimson Tide would be ranked number one? They open up the season uh, in Texas, Labor Day weekend at 11 a.m. Could be a little steamy down in Austin at 11 in the morning on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Drink your water. Drink your water. The Longhorns uh, and the Crimson Tide uh, on Labor Day weekend. I can't wait uh, for college football. I can't wait. Uh, This weekend, you know, again, if you're in the preseason, got a couple games Thursday, right? And then you've got – Games Friday and Saturday, you've got the 49ers who are going to be playing. I think I I believe they're playing on, is it Saturday this week? I'll look it up. But 
again, you know what? You you hope that you get a look at uh, Trey Lance. You know, you hope you get a look at him. I mean, you want to see if he looks more ready. Actually, the uh, the game is Friday. I beg your pardon. Uh, the Packers uh, at the 49ers. But you know, again, I I I would like to see. Just you know, I think everyone would see. You know, does he look comfortable? Does he look better? Everything else. All right, Antonio, you're next here on Listen Up. Hey, Antonio, how are you? Great, Grant. How you doing, sir? I'm good, thank you. Hey, Grant, I just wanted to, you know, thank you. I he sacked. Yeah, can you? Antonio? Sorry, but can I? Yeah. Yeah, start start over. We broke you up. Start over. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a chance to listen to uh, Steve Sachs and Mickey Hatcher. Actually, actually you killed A's back in, I think, in the, the Reds and the Dodgers. But um, yes. I really got a yes. kick out of that. I mean, and, and how they talked about uh, Vince Scully. Um, I just wanted to thank you for that because now we can go on your app and, you know, I'm cutting the grass or I'm doing stuff in the garage. I'm lifting weights in the garage or something. And I got really got a kick out of it. I thought it was a great tribute that you were able to network to get these guys. And and and, I, and then also the, the segue a little bit with uh, Bill Bill Russell hearing what your one of your best friends talk about the stories, man. I, I just got a kick out of it. it. Really made the day. I was kind of made the day go by quick, and I was able to listen to those things. So thank you. Um, that's all I really have. That's all I really wanted to tell you, Grant. That was a, just it was awesome. Thank tribute, you, man. Thank you. Hey, how, how funny how funny was that story about F.D. Santangelo <laughs> talking to Vince Scully on the plane? Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine all those years he's been saying his name. And then you got a guy from Brooklyn for all those years that come and tell him that's how we really say it. Yep. I, I love that. I love that story, <laughs> man. But, uh, Grant, keep doing what yeah. you're doing, man. Uh, I'm, I'm locked in with you, man, all season long, man. Thank you. Hey, Antonio, I appreciate you. Thank you, buddy. Uh, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I enjoy doing that podcast. Uh, I've gotten to know – well, I've known Steve Sachs for, you know, a long time and – it was such a so sad when he lost his son in a helicopter crash uh, serving our country. And uh, Mickey Hatcher, I've known for, gosh, I don't know. I think I met Mickey eight years ago, nine years ago, and came up and played in my golf tournament a couple of times. And he's, I've been to Napa with him a couple of times, and I played golf with him. And he's one of the funniest human beings I've ever been around. Uh, he is one of the funniest human beings I've ever been around in my life. I was sitting around uh, a fire, having a couple beers with Mickey Hatcher one night. It was one of the funniest, most enjoyable evenings I've ever had. Mickey is uh, just an incredible storyteller. Has, uh, I mean, he and Tommy Lasorda were so close. He was a pole bearer and, Tommy Lasorda's funeral. And, you know, Mickey was almost the MVP of the World Series against the A's. Go look at his numbers in that World Series. He was incredible. Absolutely amazing how good he was uh, for the Dodgers uh, in that series. And I did not realize, I, I did not realize that Mickey was a wide receiver on the Oklahoma football team, too. I mean, think about that. What an amazing athlete Mickey Hatcher was, right? Wide receiver on the Oklahoma football team and baseball. I mean, that's pretty pretty remarkable. And uh, Mickey had a nice baseball career and longtime coach with the Angels and uh, just really a good guy. And boy, you want to talk about a guy that can hit a golf ball. Wow. 
he just can absolutely pound the golf ball. So a lot of fun. I really have enjoyed uh, my friendship with Mickey Hatcher. Really good guy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Let's check in with uh, Ryan right here on Listen Up. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, friend? I'm good. What's happening? Hey, you know, before I ask you about your homework, one thing that I really wanted, Jeff, I think you're a great dude. I have no issues with you, but something he said, um, you know, really made me think. He said they should not use the word. It's we should not use the word. And until we can separate they from we, we're going to continue having that problem. With that 100%. 100%. That's why I said I think the word just needs to be abolished from everyone's vocabulary. I just think, you know, it's it's a word that I think we have, you know, we, we, we change a lot of things in this country. And I think, you know, a lot of them are for the good. That's something that I think we somehow, some way need to all agree. It's just not a word that, that, that needs to be in songs, does not need to be in whatever. It just does not need to be in people's vocabulary. It doesn't need to be used, it, it, period. It just, it's, it's a, it's a, horrible word let's get rid of it and um but i'm with you it does need to be us not or not them or not whomever it needs to be we us it needs to be everybody agreed 100 percent. i mean it's just gas on the fire at that point and let's be real there's people of all races that use that word so yes. it just needs yes. to go away. correct so. and I think, uh, listen detect- not not to get carried away here i think all racial slurs okay need to be removed from people's vocabulary. Now, I understand that's never going to happen. I understand we don't live in a perfect world. I know there is a lot of hatred in the world. There's hatred in this country. There's bias in this country. Uh, There's racism in this country. There are people that hate Jews in this country. There are people that hate black people. There are those that hate white people. I mean, we we have to understand that. But, But if we can, as a society, you know, just understand that you know, these racial slurs, and it's not just slurs against black people. Again, we can go on and on here. It's it just, it's, it's, uh, are we ever going to be able to move on in in this country? Are we able to get a really, I mean, because how are you ever going to get better as a society if we have so many awful words in our vocabulary when we are talking about a certain race of people? It's just it's terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Uh, you and I could talk for hours about this. I, I don't know how we move on until we stop criticizing. I mean, just like we said, if you are part of a certain race and you're using a slur, it is not okay for you to use that slur, even if you are of that race. So, Correct. I got on. I got on Draymond Green. I got on Draymond Green 
for calling Kendrick Perkins a, a racial slur, right. which, you know, again, I mean, for his platform that he has as a big time player in the NBA, the hypocrisy that the NBA doesn't even come out with a statement admonishing him a fine, whatever, just to, just to acknowledge that, Hey, we are not going to tolerate that. And that's wrong. That doesn't even happen. And that, again, that is the problem or excuse me, that is a problem in our society are the double standards. When Deshaun Jackson two summers ago of the Philadelphia Eagles made just despicable anti-Semitism comments, the NFL didn't even acknowledge it. I mean, how are we ever going to move on as a society with the double standards that our professional sports leagues exhibit on pretty much a daily basis? It's just flat out wrong. I mean, Myers Leonard of the Miami Heat is playing a video game that is on the internet and uses a derogatory term towards Jewish people, is suspended for a week, okay? Then he is traded from Miami to Oklahoma City, subsequently released, and is not back in the league. And Myers Leonard is a quality NBA player. Maybe not great, but he should be playing in the NBA. He's not even on a roster. He got blackballed from the league for a derogatory term towards Jewish people. Yet, uh, I believe his name is Clarence Davis and Carlton Davis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uses a derogatory term for an Asian person. Nothing, not, uh, nothing. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it, it is, we, we have different rules for different people. And until we can all live by the same rules, or excuse me, maybe rules is not the right word, maybe the same standards, we're never going to improve in this area. We're just never going to improve if we all have to live by different standards. It's wrong. Grant, you're right about the standards, but here's the bigger problem, in my opinion. It, it's that we are desensitized to these words, regardless of what the slur is. Miles Leonard, I don't think he meant anything wrong by saying or it was not derogatory. But the problem is we they're common language these days. It's part of common vocabulary until that goes away we're going to have a huge problem on our hands because he said, right. he, he said he didn't even know the meaning of the word, but and I he, believe him. I, I don't, I believe him too, but I'm saying these words are part of our common vocabulary and that's what sparks issues yes. with, you know, people of color, white, yellow, green, whatever. I say it all the time. You hear that word. There's certain people that do not say any of those words but are very offended because they've gone through other things in different generations that we have not gone through. Or when I say we, people have not gone through. So I don't know, it's just across the board, it's gotta be erased, but Grant, I mean, we're we're fighting a forest fire with a freaking garden hose at that yeah. point. Yeah, yep, very well said. So, hey, how was your homework this weekend? Uh, you know, it took me about 60 seconds, maybe 90 seconds. So it did interfere a little bit with my weekend. I got a good uh-huh. friend here uh, visiting me. And uh, so, you know, the homework did interfere for, you know, a minute or two. But other than that, it might it, it was good. How about you? Uh, it was great. I, I literally knew as soon as we got off the phone, I needed about an hour and all the names came to me. So here's what I want to do if you have the time for it. I want 
to start off. That way people don't think I'm following you. Okay. And you can start will, off. Okay. We will start with the NBA. Okay. The best unsigned free agent in the history of the NBA is a Hall of Famer. He played in four All-Star games. He was in the finals twice, winning a championship in 2004, and his number three was retired in 2016. He is Ben Wallace. I agree with you. Ben Wallace is definitely, in my opinion, the best undrafted free agent in the history of the NBA. And I would think, I would think most, most people would agree with that. All right. I would think so too. I mean, think about the effect he had on that Pistons team and it kind of brought back the defense, right? It, it brought defense back to the forefront and that's kind of been the Pistons MO for many, many years, but he was a very special player. Do you have any good memories of seeing him play against the Kings or anything that sticks yes. out? Yes, he always played every game and every possession the same way. And that was to kick your butt. I don't ever recall Ben Wallace taking uh, taking games off or taking possessions off. Like I always, always admired how tough he was. And if you were going up against Ben Wallace, if you were a player and you're go, going uh, against Ben Wallace, I know that you had to make sure that you had your uh, sneakers laced up tightly. That's how Ben Wallace played. Uh, ben Wallace was, a hell, you're right, Ben Wallace was ahead of a, a hell of a player. His intensity was just something that you didn't see from other players for 82 games a year. You, you, you yep. just didn't see it. And uh, he had a hell of a haircut, too. I, I yep. enjoyed that haircut. So Now, I, I would think that you can go again, but I would think that number two on my list is different than number two on your list. All right. Go for it. Number two on my list is somebody that started off in the ABA that won a uh, – was the MVP of the ABA playoffs in 68, was the ABA MVP in 68. Then in the NBA was a four-time All-Star. He was All-NBA first team twice, all right? He had his jersey, number 42, retired by the Phoenix Suns, undrafted mm -hmm. Connie Hawkins. Connie Hawkins. Yes, that is a good pick. That is not my number two, but I, I strongly consider him. He was a trailblazer. No okay. doubt. Yep. So, okay, I'm going to hit number two with you. He is a three-time NBA champion, five-time first-team all-defense. Bruce Bowen. Got it. He's my third. He's third on my list. Okay. So, so, so we're kind of on the same page here. Yep. All right. Well, give me uh, – well, I guess – So I that's will... my three. Now, who's your three? You got – you You didn't have Connie Hawkins, so you've got – you and I agree on Wallace. We agree on Bowen. You got one more. Who's your third guy? He was a one-time All-Star, all-defensive second team in 93, sixth man of the year, and he played somewhere familiar – with where or familiar to you and what years are you talking about from 88 to 02 
88-02 is third on your list, uh, undrafted. Because, again, I had Wallace, I've got Hawkins, and I've got uh, Bowen. All right, so. <laughs> no, it's, it's John Starks. Oh, John Starks. Okay. All right. I, by the way, I think Starks would be fourth on my list. I think that's, I think that's a good one. Absolutely. So that's fine. By the way, the NBA, I thought, was much, much easier, much easier than the uh, National Football League free agents. I thought it was much easier. I, oh, yeah. I, you know, Absolutely. Do you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to let you kick off the NFL. We don't have to go down all the accolades because I don't want to yeah. take up too much of your time. But uh, That's okay. Well, what, to me, the best undrafted best undrafted NFL player ever is Kurt Warner. Nailed it. And I actually announced Kurt Warner when he was in the Arena Football League uh, in Des Moines, Iowa, when the San Jose Sabercats were there playing a game. And I did the Sabercats for 15 years. And I, uh, Kurt Warner was the starting quarterback back then. <laughs> I, re- I As soon as you said that, I knew immediately. That's who yeah. you were talking about. So, yep. um, but yeah, no, Kurt Warner, also NFL man of the year, right? I mean, yep. yes. how many players yep. can say that? It, Not that many. says it all. All right, who's so, number two? You go You go next now. Warren Moon. Yeah, I have him number two on my list as well. Now, I will say this. Number three is really, really, really hard because I'm going to give you some candidates here. Antonio Gates. That's mine. Okay. John Randall was great. Uh, Adam Venateri, undrafted. Joe Jacoby of the Hogs, of the Redskins, offensive lineman, great player. Larry Little is on there. Marion Motley is a guy that I thought of. But I'm going to go back in yesteryear, and I'm going to take somebody that played for the New York football giant Giants, Emlyn Tennell, who was a great, great football player. And also was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame as the first African-American player to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Emlyn Tunnell is third on my list behind Warner and Moon. I have some more homework to do. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay that way. but uh no that that that's a great pick i'm gonna go back and read about him learn about him he was uh, great you know for me um it came down to honestly antonio gates and also adam vinatieri but vinatieri you know most times kickers go undrafted it, it, yes. it's uncommon when great kickers point. are drafted fourth fifth sixth seventh rounds great um, point so for me gates is number three and obviously you know he is not done what your pick did for the league i mean that's that's freaking amazing let's just put it that way but i I feel like gates changed the tight end position he he changed the way that teams looked at their tight ends going forward and how they use them and i think gates i mean it's funny he played basketball at kent state right And he wasn't really a football player per se. He hadn't played his entire life. And he brought a different level of athleticism to the game. And he brought 
um, a different threat, which opened up things for LT, which opened up things for, you know, the receivers. And I, I think he is kind of a trailblazer. I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. He's definitely, he was in eight Pro Bowls. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he but, is. No question. Yeah. All right. So, Tanel, two NFL championships, nine Pro Bowls, eight first team, all pro, was a member of the all-decade team in the 50s. He's on the 50th anniversary all-time team. Uh, he's on the 100th anniversary all-time team. Uh, he's truly one of the great players of his era and of his position in the National Football League. I couldn't leave him out of my top three because those numbers, and again, I, I never saw him play. My dad used to rave about Emlyn Tunnell, used to rave uh, about him, used to just talk about, oh, how great he was. And Emlyn Tunnell, if you're a New York Giants fan, even, even for someone like yourself who's younger, if you were a Giants fan, you would have heard about his name just with being a Giants fan. So that's the impact that he had on that franchise. And again, somebody that's part of an all-decade team and is on the 50th anniversary and the 100, I couldn't leave him off the list, you know? No doubt. I think your three beats my three, for sure. Um, you know, what do you, these guys, we've talked about this before, they didn't get paid much. They did this for the love of the game. Not that the guys yep. playing today aren't doing it for the love of the game, but how different would it be for people of our generation? that don't have or have social media now had these players played during a similar era because you know you read those accolades that's uh, that's an amazing resume well not to correct you your generation and my generation is not the same generation so i mean i know you're I'm a uh, I, I know you're being nice to me you're, you're trying not to let everyone know how old i am listen every every generation is different the world changes, it evolves. You know, you're, when your son gets to be, you know, in his 20s, you know, the cell phone, as we know it today, will probably be obsolete, okay? I mean, that's just the reality. Uh, air travel could be considerably different. I mean, I'm still amazed that it takes so long to fly, let's say, halfway around the world. I mean, to go to, because I'm only picking this out because I did it. Think about to fly from Singapore to New York takes 18 hours, but yet the uh, International Space Station orbits the Earth like every 90 minutes, okay? Now, I understand it's space, and I understand we're talking about the atmosphere and everything, but just comprehend that for a minute, okay? A jet airplane takes 18 hours to go basically halfway around the world. This is basically halfway around the world, Singapore to New York. The International Space Station, or they, they orbit the Earth in 90 minutes. Isn't that just like mind-boggling when you think about that? So I think, and again, I understand the sonic booms and the speed of sound and the issues, but I'm, you know, we used to have the Concorde, and you could fly from New York to London in three hours. And I, now if you fly from New York to London, it's eight hours or seven, depending on the wind. I'm just still amazed that that part of our world has not, the times have not really improved that much. 
Well, I think they are. I mean, we're we're supposed to be all electric with vehicles by 2030. You know, when my when my son has a son, I think it's going to be air travel. It's not going to be on the yeah. roads. Right. So um, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's funny you bring that up. My dad and I have had that conversation many times because he's a pilot. Yeah. Told you that before. But yes. um, it, it it's yeah, it's going to be different. I mean, we think about just Grant. Think about the iPhone one when that came out, the yep. iPhone one, everybody's mind was blown. Now we're at 12 or 13. And I think you're right. Cell phones will be obsolete. There's going to be a different way of communicating, but just technology is moving so fast yep. that you can't even keep up with it. That's very true. So, Hey, good job. Uh, we, uh, did nice there. I, I like your picks. I like my picks. I think we're all good there. So uh, good job. And you know, that was fun. I appreciate that. You as well, sir. Hope you have a great rest of the day. You do the same. Take care now. Bye-bye. All right, let's get to uh, Chris, who joins us right here on Listen Up. Chris, uh, we are glad that you're with us. All you got to do is hit your microphone icon, and you'll see the green light come up on your avatar, and that will know that you are on. So just hit your microphone icon on your device. I believe it's – I've heard it's different on depending on – what you're using. So Chris, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put you back in the audience. I'm going to let you just familiarize yourself where that icon is. And then you hit your hand icon. I'll put you back up on stage and uh, we'll get you on. Yeah. Emlyn Tunnell. I remember my dad always talking about how phenomenal of a football player he was. Phenomenal. Phenomenal player. All right, let's move along, and we're going to get to uh, Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Good afternoon. Hey, Grant. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm been good, a while. buddy. Uh, they've changed my hours at work, so. Uh, oh, okay. Well, it's good to hear from you. Thank you, sir. Listen, Grant, uh, I don't know what to believe, Grant. Like, when you see things on Facebook that Draymond Green was saying, better back the Brinks truck up because uh, I brought you guys four championships and the owner needs to open up the pockets. Any of that stuff true? No. Well, I mean, okay. he did help him win. He did help him win four championships. I mean, he was an important part. But uh, Brink's truck, Max contract, he's delusional. <laughs> and Grant, has there been any more news uh, coming from LeBron James about uh, Brittany Griner? Not that I've read. Not this past okay. weekend that I'm familiar with. Okay, you would think he would learn his uh, lesson, keep your mouth shut. I mean, just. Uh, uh, just let things play out the way they're they're supposed to i think yeah he's not going to help the situation i mean i'm not an expert on international relations with russia but what i do know is the rhetoric uh that's something that they're not going to want to hear and lebron james speaking up or whatever is not going to make the situation better it's going to make it worse so in this particular instance please just you know Stay in your lane. I would say that to most people when it comes to these type of tense diplomatic relations, okay? Uh, that's just the reality that we're dealing with. Grant, do you think LeBron James would have said anything if the person was of white race? What do you think? Um, I'm going to say no. Yeah, I would say no, too. <laughs> I mean, well, he didn't sir. speak up. He didn't speak up for the victim that was murdered uh, in his parking lot. Right. of his school not that it's his fault that that uh, horrible crime took place uh but you know i mean he was very quiet on that and uh i don't know this for a fact but i believe if the victim uh had been black 
and the uh, suspects who were arrested white, I don't believe LeBron James would have been quiet, uh, but he was certainly quiet because the victim was white and the suspects who were arrested were black. LeBron hasn't spoken on it at all. So, I mean, um, facts are facts. I'm not really stating my opinion here. I'm stating just mm-hmm. facts when it comes to the victim's race and the race of those that were arrested and the silence by LeBron James. So right. I can only confer, I can only uh, come to the conclusion based on previous posts on social media of acts of violence when it involves a black victim, I can only come to the conclusion that no, he would not have been silent had the tables been reversed. Right. And that's and Grant, what's wrong with America. Right. And Grant, uh, I couldn't call the show because uh, I was on the floor working, So, uh, but I had you on listening when I could. Uh, did you think any more about that text line you were thinking about? Yeah, I'm working on it. I got to get a different phone. Uh, I've got to get an additional phone with a number and see uh, how I can do it. So I am working on it. I'm going to try. I'm trying to get an easy number. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm also working with someone if there's an app that can you know, work. But I think a phone would be the easiest because people are on the phone and they want to just send a quick text message. So I'm right. working on it. All right, sir. Well, thanks for your time, Grant. Love the show. Keep it up. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, again, I'm not... It's easy to pick on LeBron James. The guy's a hypocrite. I mean, it's he's an easy target. And he doesn't care what I think. And he doesn't care what you think. And he doesn't care what anybody thinks. It's not going, he, he's on a, he's got all the power in the world because he's got all the money in the world. And that's the reality of the situation. I mean, what are you going to do with LeBron James? Guy's worth a billion dollars. Like you're really going to affect his life because you call him out? He doesn't care. You know, but actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words, right? Talk is cheap. Actions resonate with me more than words. I've always judged people that way. All right. If you want to come on before we adjourn for this Monday, hit your hand icon, and we will put you right up uh, on stage again tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific. I'm going to be on No Filter Network with Eric Burns and Sean Salisbury. And then tomorrow at 3 o'clock Pacific, I'll be right back here on Listen Up. You can check out my podcast tomorrow. Uh, I talk about the situation in Oklahoma. I also talk about uh, what's going down here in South Florida. Let's check in with John. Hello, John. 
Hope you had a good weekend. I hope you caught a lot of fish, buddy, and it's uh, good to have you on. Oh, damn, Grant. That's so nice of you to remember. And I didn't catch a lot of fish, but I got two, and that's two more than I would have caught if I was working. There you go, buddy. There, you, That's a good way of looking at it. I hope you had a good time. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was a good time. And I actually uh, wasn't able to go on the weekend. I forgot I had a uh, – my nephew's getting married, and we had a, a, an engagement party on Saturday. So it was about an hour after I talked to you. I grabbed my pole. Wow down underneath sunrise bridge and it took me about 30 minutes and i caught two fish and then i snapped my lure and i said that's just fine but there you it go was, it was good for you hey man good job doing homework and uh two of the three or two two of them i didn't do my homework but like we said last friday i said i had some names floating around in my head and bruce bowen was the one that was floating in my head then and both of you guys nailed that one and the other one obviously kurt warner was another one that i had floating yeah. around. yep yep Absolutely. Was, those those two are pretty easy, pretty easy for me. I'm, you know, I love defense. That's why Bruce Bowen came to mind. Um, but that was a good, yeah. great job, and that was a ton of fun. And I, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that Ryan came up with that and came up with something fun. It's just always fun to yeah. to change it up, man. Always fun. To I agree. It up. Hey, man, did I'm you, have, you watching, have you been watching any golf? Uh, not a lot lately. I've, I haven't. I watched the uh, Open Championship at St. Andrews. That's really the last golf that I've watched. You know, that's the last golf that I've – I mean, I caught a few holes yesterday, a few holes over the weekend. But that's the last one that I really tuned in. And I could say I watched, you know, the majority of, you know, Saturday and Sunday. Half of it, all these guys that went to the Live Tour, you don't see them anymore on the PGA Tour. So no. it's – it's kind of strange watching there's some of these guys. Oh, I remember him. He's, you know, on yeah. the third page of the leaderboard, fourth page of the leaderboard. And now they're yep. top of the leaderboard or, you know, top of the second page or something. So it's kind of good to see some of these young guys, you know, stepping up and stuff. And yeah. And, you know, the live tour, what we all thought about it to begin with, I, I guess our, everybody's eyes kind of got opened to, to the what the whole world is going through now and you know everybody's got a little bit of blood money in them uh, coming to them if you're making that kind of money so i just don't know where i can't i can't slam phil milkelson like i was the first week or so you know what i mean i don't know i wonder what your thoughts are that have you come around a little bit or are you still no i'm not watching a live tour i have no interest in watching it and uh, i don't think i will watch it if it's on tv i really don't now if i if i do watch it i'll come out and i'll let everyone know that i've watched it but uh i have no desire to do so right now nor have i i have not watched one drive or one putt of the live tour at all yeah and I, I probably will eventually. You know, I, I like golf. I love golf. I, I don't even golf. know where. I, don't, I wouldn't even know how to find it on TV. I don't even know where it's at. So I'd have to first of all look for it, uh, because excuse me, I don't even know if it's on TV. I honestly, I don't even know where I would find it. Honestly, I don't either. I have the Golf Channel, which I can get a lot of obscure golf there, but I've yet to see the Live Tour on it. Yeah, uh, their Golf Channel's not. There's no way in the world the Golf Channel is going to be doing the Live Tour. Oh yeah, they they can't. There's going to have to be no. another golf channel because isn't that the Correct. PGA subsidy? Yes, there's no yeah. So yeah, uh, and you know eventually they will get a TV deal if uh, the problem is. And again, maybe it's not a problem because it doesn't seem like money is an issue. But the problem is right. going to be getting sponsors. I agree with you there. I was going to say the same thing. But man, they have so much money. How 
how much are how important are the sponsors to them then? Because I guess they got a lot of the oil money, all all kind of yeah. money. The they longer probably they're not. able to keep this going on, the longer they're able to keep this going on without sponsors, the more apt they are to obtain sponsors. So I don't know. Yeah. It's just something yeah. we'll have to see. Kind of like the Raiders season. Don't know exactly what's going to happen. Just got to wait and see. <laughs> well, listen, if you knew what was going to happen, you wouldn't watch the games. Yeah, you're right. Except I might bet on them with somebody who didn't know it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the joy of watching sports. You don't know what's going to happen. I know it. I know it, Grant. That's exactly it. That's why, uh, that's another reason I love this platform you're on. I love what you do and I'm love that you're still doing Thank it, you, man. Thank you, buddy. Hey, hey you man, take care. Have, a, have yeah. a great rest of the Monday and I'll talk to you later in the week. Look forward to it. That's John. Always good hearing from him. All right. So tomorrow, 9 a.m., I will be with uh, Bernsey and Sean Salisbury on No Filter Network, and then we'll do it again tomorrow at 3. Hey, so nice for you to uh, spend part of your day with me. It's greatly appreciated. You take care, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.